0: MemberMaker is brought to you by Memberspace. Memberspace makes it easy to run a membership business by plugging into your existing website so you can protect any page content you choose. Your members can also sign up and manage their account without ever leaving your site. Learn more and start a free trial at Memberspace.com. Welcome to MemberMaker a podcast about how to build a sustainable membership business. I'm your host, Ward Sandler, the co-founder of MemberSpace. Today, I'll be chatting with Suzanne June Polinski, founder of The Rockstar Advocate, about how she helps musicians to work smarter, not harder, how live events and public speaking helped her build an audience, and why it's crucial to have a work-life balance to sustain a career in the music industry. Hey there, Suze. Thanks for joining me.
1: Yeah, I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: So uh, what does your business do and who does it help?
1: So I work mainly with musicians, basically any music professional uh, in the music industry, just looking to build a sustainable career.
0: So by sustainable career, is that like being a full-time musician?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, some of my clients, they actually prefer to do a part-time, but they want to be able to manage it with everything else that they have on their plate. Other times I work with managers or booking agents or labels and just trying to help them navigate, you know, as a mindset coach, what I focus on is time management and goal setting. So I help them figure out how are you going to balance everything rather than the way the music industry usually works in a whole like sex, drugs and rock and roll. I'm more like a spreadsheets and time management and goal setting (laughs) type type of lifestyle. So yeah, that's usually where I come in.
0: Nice. And so what do you charge for your services?
1: So I, I have a, a different tier kind of setup. So I do have a group consulting. That's kind of like my membership program that I have. It is subscription based and that's $47 a month. And what they can do is they get weekly accountability and also monthly group consulting. So weekly accountability is my team and I keep them up to date on what they committed to work towards each week. And then monthly as tonight, I'm actually doing my monthly call with my group and that's their chance to ask me anything they want. So if they can't afford one-on-one consulting, it's their chance to come on and ask their questions and, and talk more strategy-based type of things rather than task-based type of things each week that we go over. And then the whole group as a whole is able to help each other in between the monthly calls. So it's community-based. I also have... A my one-on-one consulting, it's 247 for a 90 minute clarity session. And that's when we really dig in deep and say, okay, what is it that you really want? It's really like digging into is the goal that you're currently chasing your goal. Sometimes a lot of people chase other people's goals and they don't realize that they're doing that. So we go over that stuff. And when, then we also, once we pick really define what it is they're going after, we say, okay, well then how can we go after that. Let's break it down. Let's, let's take, let's get this into tangible steps that they can take action on. So that's our clarity session. And then I have a VIP service for my upper tier clients who are already in the music industry. They've already got the career they've got, you know, they're either signed to a label or they've got other deals in place and they just don't have the time to find the balance. And they just need that kind of rock (laughs) to, to be there. And so we do like our six hour intensives where we meet for six hours and we really just clean house. And we say, sometimes they meet with them. Sometimes they meet with their team. A lot of the times they will have teams that are assigned to their, their projects. And we say, okay, let's get everybody back on the same page. Let's really audit what is going on right now. What can be better automated? What can be better funneled? through the team, and let's make sure everybody's working towards the same goal. So those are those are kind of my three basic tiers for helping music professionals.
0: Nice. And for the VIP, uh, what do you charge for that?
1: Oh, so that's 2000 for the day, for the six-hour day.
0: Gotcha. I like the, the kind of the scaled approach here you have depending on someone's budget. One quick question, though, for the group coaching, because I've spoken to other people who do group coaching. How do you manage people who, you know, let's say want to command more attention than others or have more questions than others? How do you kind of fairly allow everybody to speak in that context?
1: Sure. So it's all about setting boundaries from the onset. So when people join my group, they understand that they can ask me questions as many times throughout as many days as they want. I usually hold weekly office hours. So they know that I'm not going to get back to their questions right away. And that's why it's not a one on one type of thing. But the whole group consulting is based in Slack, which is a really great app. And I call them my rockstar slackers. And we're based in Slack so that they have a private channel to me where they can ask me their questions. And I do my best to get back to them definitely by each week, but it's certainly not every day. And then when the monthly calls come up, you know, the funny thing is I thought that might happen where somebody would try to monopolize it or one person would have, you know, want more of my time than other people. But what really happened, it's kind of interesting, and I've been doing this for almost two years now, they all seem to, and I have people, some are musicians, some are not, some have been doing this for many years, some are just getting started, but yet there's a common theme each month, like right now it's about trusting your gut that really seems to be the theme that like everybody just seems to, they don't even live in the same time zones. Many of them have never met one another, but they all seem to be struggling with the same thing. So the great thing is that these group calls, I say, send me your questions, but there always comes a a theme ends up coming out. So tonight's call is going to be based on trusting your gut and understanding that you know yourself better than anybody else. And that's this month's theme. And last month, it was more about understanding how to create your next steps where you know your goals, but how can you break things down further? And that ended up being our theme for last month. And they, they dictate it. I don't come up with these ahead of time. So it is really worked itself out where nobody is actually monopolizing because they're all helping each other. And they know that if I haven't gotten to their question yet, they're free to ask each other. For help as well and use each other as a resource. So it it never really gets to that point. But I also feel it's because I set really clear boundaries at the beginning about what I'm able to do with them and what I'm not at this tier.
0: Gotcha. So what audience building tactics have worked for you and what, what hasn't really worked?
1: Yeah, I think the best thing that's worked for me is live speaking engagements. I go to a lot of music conferences. I do a lot of workshops. Fortunately for me, I'm one of the very few people who focus on time management in the music industry. So I do get a lot of speaking engagements where I'm able to talk to, say, 200 people at a time and explain to them that this exists and that I'm here to help and that, you know, this is something that that really can help you get from feeling like an overwhelmed, burned out musician to a sustainable focused musicpreneur, which is my main message. So that's really helped. And also my weekly podcast is where I get a lot of my clients from. So they find me on Spotify. They find me on iHeartRadio, iTunes and such. And then, or Apple Music now, (laughs) I'm dating myself, but they find me through my podcast or they've seen me at a conference and then they usually reach out and either do a clarity call or they might come into Slackers first. And then I do have a membership site on Facebook. I'm starting to build a membership site on my actual website, but I do have a Facebook group, Rockstar Collective, That that's also then where I cultivate. I do weekly Facebook lives and I do some coaching and I do usually I'll do like a pop-up accountability exercise where they can kind of see what it's like to work with me and why accountability and time management is useful for them. And then they usually enter slackers or they'll, they'll book a clarity session.
0: Gotcha. So what hasn't really worked for you though, so far?
1: Sure. So what hasn't worked, I mean, I do write a lot of guest blog posts and while I do enjoy that, I don't, really see a lot of like return on investment from that. That's more of something for me to promote and and share on social media. But guest posting really hasn't been my, my way of getting clients where when I first started it, that's what I thought would happen. So um, guest posting really hasn't been that for me. And I would say I haven't really seen a whole lot of return on investment from ads, from social media ads. I've seen it work for other people, but for my type of work and for what I teach, I think also because it's so new to so many music professionals that they need to see the the proof there. They need to see me talk about it. They need to hear my case studies and stuff like that. So an ad on social media really hasn't been my go-to
0: yeah I think that's a really good point. The context of your business and the types of customers that you have really matters, right right it, Just because a tactic or strategy worked for some other business you've read about doesn't mean it works for you and that's that's the difficult part about this is that you kind of need to start and try things and see what works and you know honestly and be honest with yourself about what's not working and double down on what is working. so I, I think that's that's smart the way you've done that. So let's transition to sort of the the deeper question here. What's the number one most effective strategy that listeners can learn from you?
1: The most effective strategy is slowing down. It's a lot of counterintuitive stuff that I teach and that took me a while to trust. Things like slowing down will speed you up and get you faster progress. Um, Time blocking is basically a core of what I teach – which is, you know, we grew up in elementary school and high school where you had 40 minutes to maybe 60 minutes of English and then history and then math and so on. And your whole schedule was blocked out for you. And you had one thing at a time that you focused on. And that's how I block out my schedule. And that's how I teach my clients to attack their day, whether they work a part-time job or a full-time job during the day, or if they're doing music full-time. You have to allot certain – it's all based on where you put your priorities. You know, we have time in the day. I hear so many people say we don't have time. We have time, but it's a matter of making time for the things that matter. And really the nugget in there is being able to identify what your priorities are. So that's what I spend a lot of my time doing with clients is identifying their priorities because it's different for everybody. So I think the main takeaway that people get from – me and my teachings in my Facebook lives and in my talks at conferences is understanding the importance of identifying your priorities.
0: Yeah, no, that resonates with me a lot for sure. and I'll I'll dive into that in a second. But I'm just curious, do you feel like that is something that's applicable to anyone in general? Or is that just is that more applicable to your musician clients?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, I chose the music industry because that's what I grew up in. And that's what I studied for so long. And that's what I'm passionate about but it really could help anybody. I just saw the music industry as, as the sector that was missing it the most. (laughs) I feel like watching Ariana Huffington come through with Thrive and her sleep revolution book and so many other things about self-care. I saw it permeate the financial district. I saw it permeate the retail district. I saw it permeate all these other industries. And yet I was looking at the music industry like, oh, we haven't quite figured this out yet. <laughs> I think we need to really focus on this. So that that's what what draws me more so to the music industry. But yes, these are things that anybody can benefit from and practice.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's it's definitely very smart. Regarding time blocking specifically, that's something that I do, and something I've talked to other people about as well. The idea of you know focusing on one thing and turning off all other distractions, which for a lot of people is maybe scary or it's something you're not used to, right? With our, with our digital age and social media and everything, everyone's always connected. You're always getting pinged. You always see alerts, I mean, you need to figure out a way to stop all of that when you're focused on a specific task and that the world's not going to end just because you didn't check, you know, your text message for an hour. Right. <laughs> True. Right. So regarding the priorities, though, that that's a little trickier, right? It sounds like obviously, I think everyone would agree it's important to choose priorities, right? And focus on those. But do you have a system or any any advice in terms of how to choose your priorities?
1: Yeah. So I actually have these set of markers that I've created. There are six markers. They're all different colors. And what I learned over the years is, you know, time blocking is one thing and and it's important to choose your priorities but prioritizing your priorities was even a bigger skill set that I had to learn probably the hard way and I realized that it it always has to start with self-care. So like I have a red marker in there that's specific, it's titled self-care on it and it's it's just for doing that first and I have a free audio tutorial that walks people through like you start with self-care and that goes on the calendar first and you You figure out how many hours a day do you need to recharge? Do you need to take care of yourself? And and before we even do that, I have people list out, like, do a whole dump, do a mind dump of a list of what you're responsible for. Maybe you have children. Maybe you're taking care of a loved one. Maybe you have a significant other that you need to show, give time and energy to. Maybe you have a day job. You know, what are your responsibilities? And then making a list of, well, then what do I need to stay charged to give my all to those responsibilities because a lot of the time we say, oh, I don't have time for me. I have this, that, and the other to give. But we often forget the oxygen mask principle where if you've ever been on a plane, when the mask come down, you put yours on first in order to put anybody else's mask on, even if it's a child. So, you know, you have to put yourself first in order to properly be there and show up for whomever you may be responsible for. So I walk them through that first and then comes, Your other relationships and responsibilities. So, if you have a day job, if you are in a relationship with somebody, if you have a family that you need to give time to, you know, I went through a good chunk of my life not making time for any of those people because my job was so important and I needed to make it so that I could take care of them later. And what I failed to realize was well, when things are going good, if you're ignoring those people in your life, who are you going to celebrate with? Because they're going to get on with their lives too at some point. And so I think it's important to then put them on the calendar and put your other responsibilities on the calendar. And then comes your passion and what you're trying to build and what you're trying to do. And I think the the thing that we fall into, the bad habit we fall into is we plan in a 24-hour day and we don't have 24 hours. Eight of those hours should be given to sleep. Whether we get to sleep or not, it should definitely be assigned to sleep or doing nothing. And then we might have a day job that that takes up another eight hours. Then we have personal errands and food to eat and things to do. And so you're left with about four hours a day if you have another day job to focus on your passion. So I try to get people thinking in a four-hour workday where that's really where that priority can shine. And so that, that's what I help people do most.
0: Yeah, wow. That was profound. <laughs> uh, and I,
1: I It took a while to learn that, yeah. Yeah, no, and I, I
0: agree with all everything you just said. I, I've also learned all those lessons through various books and the hard way. <laughs> right. But I think what's important to, to note there also is the four-hour block that's left. Most people don't realize how much they can get done in four hours. Yeah. <laughs> you know?
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah,
0: four hours of focused work where you're trying to take care of a specific task you can get done more than most people could get done an entire day of wasting a lot of time. Totally. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So in closing, uh, are there any resources like books, podcasts, or courses that you'd recommend for listeners?
1: Sure. So there's my podcast, the Musicpreneur Mindset Podcast. And I also have a book called The Rockstar Life Planner, which is a guided planner. It's a weekly planner that walks you through All of these things that we've discussed, it comes with the time-blocking audio tutorial. It comes with spreadsheets and checklists that you can download online, everything to keep you focused as a creative. It's not just for musicians. It's for anybody, whether they have an entrepreneurial spirit or creative spirit. It guides you as to um, how to stay focused throughout the week on the right things. And I'm also a very big fan of Danielle Laporte's Desire Map that definitely got me clear on what it was I truly wanted. So if anybody out there is thinking, I don't really know what I want. I don't know what my goal is. I don't know what I should be working towards the desire map. If you just Google it, it's the first thing that will come up. It really helps you get clear on, on what it is because it focuses on how you want to feel rather than what you want to accomplish. And the what and the how will all come from the why, which is like, how, what do I want to feel and why do I want to feel that way? And that will indicate, you know, your answers will come then as to what you want to accomplish.
0: Great. And if someone wants to learn more about you and your business, where should they go?
1: Sure. So you can find me on all social media channels at, at Rockstar Advo, A D V O. And my website is the And I'm happy to chat with you. I offer free consultations. So feel free to send me an email and we can set up a time to chat.
0: Awesome. Great talking with you, Suze. Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. There's a direct link in the show notes. We really appreciate it. Maker is brought to you by Memberspace. Memberspace makes it easy to run a membership business by plugging into your existing website so you can protect any page content you choose. Your members can also sign up and manage their account without ever leaving your site. Learn more and start a free trial at Memberspace.com.